0: Welcome to another edition of the Earning Hope Podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the big picture since the last episode of the podcast as it relates to the election and business dealings. So, many of the videos that I have posted on YouTube after my three months in New York City during a lockdown and viewing early stages of austerity and things that were obviously favoring certain companies like Whole Foods or uh, Trader Joe's Amazon and a lot of these companies that have been caught for price gouging during the elections while small businesses are going out of business all these companies profits are up 100 percent 80 percent 70 percent like way up and and small businesses down 30 percent and going out of business in many cases having to shutter their doors And in addition to that, with all the raucous rioting and all the crap that's going on with people basically being instigated into it through the vitriol that's being induced by the lies in the media right now, the violence has gone up to a level that has caused deaths. And this isn't unusual. As a matter of fact, this is the kind of thing that happened um, during the Los Angeles riots. And the conditions that led to that were conditions similar to what we've experienced in the last decade here with a mass opioid addiction and things like that. Back then it was outed that the CIA was running crack cocaine into inner cities and causing these major issues. And in this instance here right before all this stuff started going on the major pill companies all got sued and and taken to court and they left it open-ended for individual lawsuits at the the, uh, public provider level uh, for so that people could sue pain clinics directly for being targeted b- by for-profit pill scams and so this equates to a sort of opium war with insurance companies and, and legal means of getting the drug and this led to record, record abuse of, of heroin and, and things like now K2 because that's what happens when things escalate it goes from cocaine use to crack use in the streets that's what ha- happens as people's Finances dwindle, but they, their addiction becomes more ravenous. They, they start to seek the cheaper drug that gives them the better high, even if it could kill them and so these are all conditions that led to violence in in our communities in general between police, law enforcement, and the communities and This is being used as a front to obscure from the fact that many of the companies and shareholders involved in this election. Uh, have their own interests, and a big one of those interests is destabilizing the American dollar so that they can switch us to a digital currency. So, what has been going on since all this election fraud stuff has been uh, questioned in the news? Okay, so S- Sidney Powell has stated that she has evidence of election fraud, she is building a case. And there is substantial evidence to prove that this was hacked by the voting systems company. And she's not going into too much detail because she's an attorney who's building a case. She doesn't want to discuss details of the case that would make it to where she can't argue her case in court and and be the most effective. But what I can tell you from the business side of things is that several things have been exposed since all this came out. Palantir... Voting, or excuse me, Palantir is a company that I've mentioned in other podcasts that has to do with artificial intelligence, and they use it to do like police surveillance and and monitoring and using artificial intelligence to build models about how they could best achieve certain goals. And this company had George Soros as an investor. And now, George Soros had an office in the same building as Dominion Voting Systems in Canada. And this company had been donated 50,000 or donated $50,000 to the Clinton campaign and had not one but two people who claimed to be anti-fascists and, and participated in antifa type movements, one of which actually worked for a Clinton fun, uh, Clinton Foundation funded organization. So the, and these people are this building is in the same office as this George Soros guys' uh, uh, funded organization. So there's a direct connection within the same office building, the same way that uh, if you remember the Paradise Papers and Panama Papers, they talked about how they do offshore banking and they will open up a bank in an office offshore and there might not actually be anybody in the office, but through these facilitated means they are able to escape the law and obfuscate from what's actually going on. They just did the same thing with your elections. and. Is there any evidence of this? Well, yes. As soon as it became public knowledge that Dominion voting systems was being investigated and they were going after the server information, and all of this stuff was started going on, George Soros announced that he was going to be withdrawing his investments in Palantir, and this is a, a and he said he disagreed with their methods, uh, ironically. And uh, so this is a, a thing where Palantir is is talking about digital currency. It's one of the things that they are big into. They Talk about this stuff regularly. Peter Thiel is a big proponent of digital currency and he was one of the original members of PayPal Mafia. And so, now what's going on in digital currency that we can see? Well, it's peaking right now and it has a pattern in which it peaks and then it falls off and then it peaks and then it falls off. And right now, they've reached a high peak where they're sitting around $18,000 uh, $18, uh, a Bitcoin and so it's due to fall off any day now. And at the same time that this is happening, Palantir is about to go public, meaning that they'll be openly publicly traded on the market, which will allow allow investors to divest from cryptocurrency in mass and invest in Palantir. So this company has a direct benefit from this election falling apart and the way that the market is being manipulated by the election. The characters involved in this, George Soros, including George Soros pulling out of Palantir. These things are all indicative of a group of people who were involved financially in rigging our election. And some of these folks, Palantir in particular, have connections with Department of Defense contracts. So they would have access to these hacking software algorithms and the things that we've used to hack machines in places like Venezuela. That these are things that are verifiable, that are just a really sporadic puzzle, but when you just say it out loud in order of events and what who's involved, it's pretty obvious there's, at the very least, enough of a conspiracy to investigate it. Now, in addition to that, one of the locations that had these shifted elections, and they presented what it could be that had been done, somebody broke into one of the polling places and stole the laptop and, and a memory card from the location, so there is now evidence of a cover-up of them trying to obfuscate and hide the evidence, like Watergate, basically, and so this is now looking more and more like it's a legitimate thing, no matter how much you dislike the current president, we should never allow for an election to be rigged by private interests and large political interests that are not even involved directly in the political season. They're just people who lost an election in 2016 and have a bone to pick. Now, this goes all the way back to 2016, and before that even, 2014, with the connections to the Clinton campaign, in which it was exposed that they rigged the election against Bernie Sanders, Donna Brazile, and uh, Elizabeth Warren said that they stole the election from Bernie, and they did this in the the run-up to the election, and then the head of the DNC was forced to step down. So these are things that are not unrelated. These are major financial interests involved in tech companies. Just some of those names, you've heard of Google, you've heard of Facebook, you've heard of Twitter, and you've heard of Amazon, and you've heard of all those other ones. But Palantir isn't one you've heard of because it isn't publicly traded, even though it's got Peter Thiel at the helm, and a number of people that were involved with things like PayPal. So that's how it's done in politics. They hide the actual moving piece that's actually facilitating the, the events by surrounding them with other larger players, and that way it kind of obscures what's going on. It's just like a hedge fund obscures the people that are investing in it through management and uh, public face. And these are things that are very well known in finance, how they do things like this, and it doesn't apply any differently to the election systems, as I mentioned in another podcast all of our voting systems are connected through a network and they all the independent polling places are nodes in a network and so the main polling places become network hubs and any access to these places where there's been things like reported that they could um they could uh basically make the vote not count and then in adjudicate it, and if the vote becomes adjudicated it goes into a separate file, and that's forward to the adjudication team. And the adjudication team then manually goes through with the scan of the vote, and they can assign and adjudicate the vote however they want. And so when you get these instances in which there are these large voting irregularities where it says that all these people were voting Republican, but, now but none of them voted Trump, I mean, it's just extremely unusual. And that, that all of these people would massively vote Republican on the down ticket, but none of them would write in Trump. That's on the face, on the surface, just an obvious thing, that they would be not wanting to support the not, the not the uh, Republican candidate who's been doing everything that's been enabling such a massive turnout in the down-ballot polls for Republicans. It's just, you'd have to be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs to, to not see how obvious it is. You really would, but the new, the mainstream news media isn't reporting any of this. They don't want it to be known, and they're being used in the same way, even Fox News is being used in the same way as Facebook, to try and silence news, and try and silence any dissenting voices or pieces of information about this. Now, again, I'm standing at Princeton University while I'm recording this right now, and Princeton and Google gave an award to the student who programmed the censorship algorithm for Facebook and they did this like two years ago and now it's a thing that's out there and it's being used to try and shift an election and try and shift public opinion I'm not holding that student accountable I'm telling you that this is the kind of place where these things are generated these ideas are generated and then they're used maliciously more often than not before they're ever used to benefit society that's they weaponize things like this And so, as as it happens, a Princeton University professor is the first one who went before Congress to report these irregularities with these Dominion voting machines in 2017. He sat right there in front of a congressional hearing and gave them the deets on everything that's happening right now. And it was probably only a matter of time before some public relations group or some group of people involved in opposition research was emboldened enough to go ahead and go forward with this. There are over a million people in America with top secret level clearances who could facilitate an act of terrorism basically like this. This is a a coup level event and if it was in any other country on the planet, people in the media would be screaming about it and infuriated that they stole an election from the politician and we would be calling for intervention. We would be calling for sanctions and all these different things, but because Donald Trump... In the public opinion from the left is so unpopular. And all of those people in the media's livelihoods depend on public opinion being in the palm of their hands. They have a personal interest in making sure that you don't know the truth. Which means that's not journalism. It's no longer journalism. They're a public opinion tool being used to shift public opinion. Not to properly inform voters. So this is a thing that's not even... It's never been quite as clear as it is right now. If it wasn't already apparent, because they won't do things like report about Julian Assange, who is literally sitting in a prison cell for doing journalism right now, and coincidentally for exposing the Clinton emails and things that were damaging to the Clinton uh, presidential campaign in 2016, because it exposed how the Democratic establishment politicians actually feel about Democratic voters, but now all of that seems to have just disappeared because they were able to generate violence and so they've got you so mad at what you perceive as being a bad president that you are willing to vote for the person who wrote the crime bill who's actually responsible directly for the mass incarceration that we experience in America. The millions of people that are in jail. You are just elected a presidential candidate who's directly responsible for that. That's what you want. is Your president-elect Biden The person responsible for mass incarceration, who is definitely going to support ICE camps and has definitely received funding from the GEO Group, as well as many other Democratic candidates have. And the other person, the Vice President, who's obstructed the Supreme Court for three years arguing against letting out minor drug offenders. Now this is insanity to me. There's a flip side to this. These rich folks that would manipulate this election, well there's been little to no reporting on things like the Jeffrey Epstein scandal, for example. Now, a reminder, I'm not mentioning this because of the this conspiracy part of it, I'm mentioning it because of the fact that he was a financier. He was a bit of a fixer this way, and so he was the kind of person who would be able to fix your taxes in such a way as to make it to where you could avoid getting overtaxed by the government here. This is one of the things he did, and so he was killed because of the things he knows about how those things work it's not just about the epstein island thing that's the blackmail part of it but the other part of it is the fact that he knows about the financial ties and so they killed him they killed him over that i don't believe jeffrey epstein killed himself he was killed as a favor to keep him silent because these folks have enough money to pay for just about anything they want including stealing an american election now they're not talking about that, and it just so happens that the Vice President, Kamala Harris, one of her more renowned flubs, was going in hard on prostitution in California and arresting the people who were doing the prostituting and incarcerating them for long sentences. But instead, when they finally were demanded to they go after the people that were organizing the prostitution via the internet, it was a tech company, they were a website owner, they did this, They went in, they arrested them, they had a bit of a kangaroo fake court, and then they slapped him on the wrist and they got off essentially scot-free for running a legalized prostitution ring on the internet. Okay, so this is not insignificant because now she's talking about she's a proponent of legalized prostitution, which I'm not against. But the reason why they would do that is to make the allegations that will come out with things like the Epstein flight logs being exposed irrelevant the problem with that is they're extremely relevant because those things were used as blackmail up to this point in our society and it hasn't been any other way since the 60s the FBI and the CIA used to drug Johns in hotel rooms and get them on secret cameras having relationships with prostitutes and they would use this to both do research on psychedelic drugs, which coincidentally, Peter Thiel just invested in, (laughs) and investing in psychedelic drugs, and then videotape it. And then they could use this for blackmail to keep these politicians in their pockets. And this is how that was done for a long, long time. Now, as the internet has connected us more, people have been able to discuss things like this over time so it isn't that it's becoming more prevalent, it's become that we are more aware of how this shit works and how these fraud scams go. This is how they actually governed us for decades is by blackmailing our politicians into positions of weakness so that they can't vote in, in the voters best interest, they have to vote however they're told and really their job was to be an actor that was capable of convincing people to vote for legislation that was not in their best interests while simultaneously convincing you that it was in your best interests. So essentially politicians are experts in the art of selling you snake oil and fluffing the idea. So, I mean, this isn't new information. This is all relevant but old information that if you ever paid attention to politics for even a minute, you probably were aware of. But in this instance here, all of these people are, even in the case of the people that are helping steal the election, seem to not understand that this was potentially their one opportunity for us as a society to alleviate the pain and suffering of having to be held under thumb by a surveillance state that would blackmail our politicians into voting us into wars illegally, for example. They've decided that the money's too good and that they don't care, and they just want to keep their cozy position so that they can keep having their, what would be considered indulgences back in the 1600s. And this was what we had a big falling out over in the first place back then. This is what actually brought about the separation of church and state in the first place, was indulgences through the Catholic Church back in the 1600s. So these are things that are old information that, are, have, that have a modern spin on it. And some of these folks, they're definitely aware of these things. They they absolutely are aware of this. And it's actually the goal, is to try and, and destabilize societies constantly so that they can reshape it into the image of whatever. I don't care, really, because everybody has a lot of different beliefs. But these folks are basically like a cult of people that are, as long as they abide by the code... They're allowed to get away with this shit, but that's the same level that psychopaths operate on. As long as they don't violate their ritualistic code, they're allowed to get away with murder, which is ridiculous. We have laws against that in this society, and so unless you're telling me that all of our laws, constitutional and otherwise, are a joke, then everybody who believes in the system of law and order and constitutional rights and being free as it's defined under the law in America... You should be infuriated, and it doesn't matter what party you're in, because the systemic racism and violence and all these things that come about are a direct result of this system manipulating you historically. So I'm imploring people who are progressive, that would normally I would be in agreement with on things that need to be fixed in society. You're wrong right now. You're so wrong, even if it comes out that they get away with this and that they managed to to steal this in such a way as to make it hard to prove by December 8th. It happened. They definitely used hacking to hack this election and math and logistics and basic algebra to shift votes in such a way as to take, for example, all of the votes that would normally have been voter purged by cross-checking And they took all of those votes, and they put in twice as many votes in counties that had a 0% registration uh, rate. So it's hard to prove who those votes are for. It makes it basically anonymous. They just doubled up votes in like three counties in one place that made it to where there was 200% the amount of votes for the amounts of people that actually live in the district that's an obvious election fraud. There isn't even a question. It's an obvious election fraud with that kind of fuckery going on. There is no other way to see that. Wait a minute, you mean there was twice as many votes in these three places that don't have registered voters because of these, these ballots were just dumped in this place? Yes, that's exactly what we're saying. There was literally twice as many votes here, and all of them were for Biden. So that is in no uncertain terms ballot stuffing is a fucking election fraud it is election theft and it may not seem like it's that important from one place to the other but sometimes elections are decided by a couple hundred votes so they're saying that Biden got record turnouts and votes personally since I voted for Obama twice I'm insulted cuz that guy genuinely generated the amount of votes necessary to actually get that record So as much as I disagree with his historical political record, that's taking away something from the people that supported him. It's taking away from the very idea that we got that guy elected because we believed in what he was saying. It's totally an attack on American democracy. It is making a joke and a mockery out of every American voter. So Democrat or Republican, you have an obligation to wake up to these facts, start looking up the information that I just laid out for you it's a good starting point but you need to actually listen to some of the conservative independent news outlets that have been able to start reporting which just like they would say about progressive news outlets who were trying to tell you the truth about things like the war in Syria and have already been silenced because they accused them of being Russian colluders the same way as they accused Tulsi Gabbard a sitting politician who is in the National Guard of being an unwitting Russian asset that was Hillary Clinton that said that on the record because she got up on stage and destroyed Kamala Harris's chances of becoming the vice or the, the presidential nominee she got up there and laid out the facts and totally destroyed her opportunity to actually become president so what is that, what happens they made her the vice president which is convenient Because the Vice Presidency is actually the more politically convenient position for making money. As evidenced by Joe Biden's dealings in the Ukraine. And Dick Cheney's dealings with Halliburton during the Iraq War. These are not things that are unrelated. This is how politics actually works at that level. So if you weren't aware of it before, you need to know that everything that you're being told by the news right now is a lie. Because people who like Dick Cheney and Joe Biden want to keep that money rolling in. And it doesn't matter if you lose your small business or if your family gets injured and one of these goddamn protests gone awry. It doesn't matter to them. That's actually good for them. Because then the more chaos ensues, the easier it is for them to skew the narrative with whatever bullshit they're trying to tell you it's actually about. I'm not trying to undermine your genuine belief systems and the things that you want to argue against, but before we can do anything else about that and address these issues responsibly as Americans, we're going to have to hold up. They just tried to rig our election because we're all distracted and fighting amongst ourselves. They put us in a position of weakness and purposely, purposely undermine the election in such a way as to make it very hard to see unless you're aware of how voting machines are rigged and you pay attention to these political level echelon where things are going back and forth with billions of dollars and deals happening with things like the Bureau of Land Management if you don't normally know how that works if you're not aware of how the consolidation of power and resources is managed and how politicians use that to get elected and how they make those deals They shake that hand and then they go and they make a deal and you thought you got this person elected but really who got them elected is the power company that's who got them elected so it's not again if you live in a town where you were trying to to shoot for a private utility for the private public utility in the community because you've been screwed over by the power company like what happened in my hometown and you can go look that up about Pueblo, Colorado and Black Hills Energy and the history of all that mess. Well, we have a new congresswoman in that area now, a 3rd Congressional District Congresswoman, and they accused her of being a QAnon conspiracy theorist. But really, she was voting in the best interests of the people that live on the western slope and in the southern part of the state. Because we are getting screwed by people like Black Hills Energy and all these companies, where there also happens to be solar power pl- or solar plants and... So- and uh, windmill farm uh, or windmill companies that build the windmills, the large windmills. These are things that are contracts that belong in our community. And so those people actually were deciding the election because Black Hills Energy is looking to get billions and billions of dollars in investments in the new green deal stuff, which is heavily subsidized by their coal run power plants and their regular ass power plants and those things that are completely not green so they're gonna facilitate it by screwing over voters you and I are gonna pay for that one way or the other the difference is we don't get as much say in our politics and the laws that actually affect us because these people have more money than we do and in America according to Princeton University Americans have little to no statistical say in what actually happens in legislation except at the local level those are the only places you can make anything like that happen so again that in this election that's what happened that's why there was such a large Republican turnout on the down ballot is because they elected people who wouldn't normally get elected the kinda thing that the Democratic Party's been demanding that we want better politicians better local elected representatives well that was stolen from you that was stolen from you in this election you're behind the curve the Republican Party was rejuvenated in this last four years with new people, people who got in there honestly and who are going to make better decisions and make these companies, it's going to force them to have to deal with the people in the community that they're actually dealing in. That's what they don't want because then they have to go back to, they've got to make a better deal. And that's, that was literally what this president ran on, making better deals. And so as much as I dislike the the violence and the rhetoric that's come about, all these moves, all these things that have happened, you don't understand that the government doesn't work like that. It's not the president that makes every single bad decision that happens. He says yes or no to a certain thing, and then these people who manipulate our politics, they go in there and they sneak that shit in under the radar. That's how come so many people have been getting fired under this administration. In no uncertain terms, that's been them getting rid of the rats in our government like rats fleeing a sinking ship they knew this sucker was going down and they've all just been waiting for their opportunity to take a jab at the president like killing Caesar basically so again if you actually care about this country and you want it to exist as it did back in the day when we had things like the Goonies and you don't want Red Dawn to actually happen you better pull your head out of your asses and wake up and start listening to the Republicans I've heard some people say that as many as 30% of of the Democratic Party also believes that this election was rigged and stolen. And I can understand why you just wouldn't care. But it's actually really important that you care. It's it's crucially important that you care. Or else you're going to end up in one of those places like Venezuela where they have had their elections rigged and stolen before, just like the whistleblower from Venezuela reported during this election here and at this moment here that no, no, this is definitely what they are doing. We use the same machines. This is how they do that. I know, I've helped do it. And so these are, it, it's not hearsay or a conspiracy theory. They tried to coup this country in the same way that we have couped other countries. That's a fact. It's now on the record there are whistleblowers who have exposed it. So you're gonna have to come to grips with it just like the stupid ass Russian collusion stuff it was fake they made it up and in this case Joe Biden didn't win that's a lie they fucking made it up they're just saying it loud enough to make it true they say they think if they say it loud enough and long enough they're gonna make it true but it's not there's plenty of evidence to show how they rigged this thing and they're gonna lose in court because this shit is very provable. Even with the stolen laptop and memory card, it doesn't matter. The numbers indicate that this was used. So, again, this isn't conspiracy theater. Somebody said, oh, when does this daytime movie come out in the comment section? I get it, you don't wanna believe it. It's true regardless of whether you wanna believe it or not. You're gonna have to look into it. You have to. It's your responsibility as an American citizen to hold your elected officials accountable, and to hold our polling places accountable for counting votes properly and making sure your voice is actually heard. Because in this case, they didn't do that. They went out so they could get even more votes just in case shit, and they were manipulating people at nursing homes, like I talked about in another podcast earlier. It's now been shown. They had whistleblowers at nursing homes and places where they had Uh, they needed in home care people that were like mentally diminished that were able to vote they were in there basically telling them no no you want to vote Biden no no you don't want to vote for that guy but I do want to vote for that no you don't want to vote for that guy you're gonna vote for this guy but why cuz that guy's bad this guy's good you want to vote for this guy telling them who to vote for that's fucked up that people went in there and tell it filled people's head in a nursing home with a bunch of horse shit Instead of letting them vote their values. A lot of those folks vote conservative sometimes. That's why it was a danger to them. But that's the thing is that they went in and the old folk that I talked to on the phone right before the election from Grand Junction, where I used to live, called me up and he said that his biggest concern about this election was deep fakes. That was his biggest concern was deep fakes. I could... With... (laughs) I 100% certainly say that there is he's not going to have to worry about deepfakes. Not to be rude about it, but he's probably not going to be around long enough for deepfakes to be a problem in his lifetime. But somebody convinced him that because deepfakes, he needed to vote for Biden instead of Trump. That's not a joke. I I have this call recorded, and if I have to, I guess I'll put it up on the Internet. But I don't want to expose this nice old man I talked to about what's going on with the elections while he sits there and tells me that he's worried about deepfakes and Russian collusion. Russian collusion didn't happen. It was a lie. And they told him that deepfakes and Russian collusion were the reason Donald Trump became president. That's how they got this old man in a nursing home to vote for Biden. It's fucking disgusting. It's a fucking blatant fucking lie and it's fucking disgusting. And I can't imagine that people on the fucking left are so disgusting and horrible at this point that you wouldn't look at that one case, again, which I have a recorded phone call of, and if I must, I will post it, that you fucking are going to sit there and honestly allow that to happen. It's fucking disgusting. I can tell you this, it doesn't matter who wins this election if you don't care. That's always the case. But if this case, if you vote for the guy that you hated, It would have disrupted these people's ability to do this in perpetuity. It would have taken them decades to even remotely get back the kind of control they had over your government and over your public policy where you live. That would have enabled us to actually do all the things that the progressives want to do locally. That would have enabled you to enact legislation where you live to clean up superfund sites, to do all these different things. Because there would have been a profit motive and you could have made a deal there and you could have got it done. But now you don't have that opportunity. Now you're at the whim of whatever the hell Crime Bill Joe and Obstruct the Supreme Court fucking Harris decide. You're absolutely at the entire whim of a group of people who are funding funded entirely by lobbyists and fucking connected political assholes, and a lot of people in Hollywood, as it happens, in Kamala Harris's case. Now, in addition to this, what's going on with the lobbyists? How do you know that you can verify this? Well, as soon as the 2016 election was over, in 2017, Li Fang, a reporter from The Guardian, reported that all of the Democratic lobbyists, the major ones, had switched over to lobby for god damn Donald Trump's agenda. They went in and they did what I'm telling you that you could have done for yourself and they went and they did that at Capitol Hill and they got in the legislation that they want under the radar under Trump and because Trump doesn't have as much of a say as you think he does in everything political that happens in the country because that's not how the government works. There's three branches of government and all of them have opportunities for these people to rig shit and get away with shit using lobbyists. Well the Democratic Party went in and rigged this motherfucking election to fail and went and they greased palms so that they could ensure that this election would be stolen from Donald Trump. I, again, I have cussed him out on Twitter like many of you. I am not telling you this because I'm the biggest fan of Donald Trump in the fucking world. I'm telling you this because it's crucial to national security and to this election system forever that you pull your head out of your asses and actually look at the facts. Hard as they are to look at, and as much as you don't want to see it, these lobbyists have gotten out of control with power, they entirely are in their own world, in their own little bubble, and their fucking decisions have no relevance. To what small business operators across this country need clearly as i sit here in new jersey with some of the most stringent public eating lockdown rules in the country governor murphy from new jersey got put on blast by some badass jersey girls that were like governor murphy you dick and caught him on camera out at a restaurant sitting elbow to elbow shoulder to shoulder tight as hell at a table with his whole family in a crowded restaurant somewhere okay it's not a joke these people are not playing by the rules that they're making you a play by in isolated communities where you don't see that shit. That's that's what they're doing they're manipulating you and making you afraid of the truth they're making you afraid of hard questions it's now the burden of proof now lies with the Democratic National Convention to prove that these very real allegations as part of a criminal conspiracy investigation are not true. It's not enough for the media just to say it's a conspiracy theory. That's not good enough. They now have to show with evidence that this is not true. These allegations are provable and have numbers and companies and people involved that will be arrested and subpoenaed and brought into a court and held before congressional hearings over this. This election is going to be one of the most drawn-out things in American political history because of this fucking move that they made. Unless, of course, you allow them to steal it and you lose hold of your government for good. I'll tell you right now, There's not a lot of other times in this country that I've ever wanted to be an expat more than right now. Because if you listen to people who are expats paying attention to this political election, they'll tell you that the chaos was the goal. They will tell you, uh, yeah, no, they stole that election from Donald Trump. And everybody outside your country can see it. What the fuck is going on over there? We are basically in an isolation bubble in the media to where they have given you what we would call a media blackout in the military. You're only being told what you're hearing from CNN, MSNBC, Comedy Central, and these big tech companies who helped shift the public opinion during this election while simultaneously accusing the Russians of being responsible for that shit. The Russians are coming, the Russians are coming, and okay, where are they? Nowhere. Nowhere to be found. They are the ones that actually did it. And if it would have gone in a landslide in Trump's direction, even if they hadn't hadn't done this in the way that they managed to do it, if he still would have won, even if that had happened, guess what? They would have blamed the Russians. I guarantee you, the Russian bullshit would have came back out again. They're not going to let up on that horse horse shit. And then part of this is revenge, because they investigated Donald Trump and didn't find jack shit. Oh, well, he didn't fucking, we didn't do anything against the law. Okay, well, we, then we didn't do anything against the law. Even though they actually did just break the law. Entirely. They broke every fucking law. They broke all the election regulations, everything. The reason why they would take voting machines and move them back back away from the front is so that people can't see them changing memory cards and fucking with the machines. That's why they did that. There were people that were caught in the basement away from the eyes of people that were watching pollsters filling in ballots and they got caught anyway because somebody just happened to wander down for a piss and caught them on camera. This is not a joke. There are people, hundreds of thousands of people involved in these elections every year and a lot of them just couldn't stand Donald Trump anymore. What happens when somebody goes postal? Literally. What if the entire post office decided to go postal because they think that it's Donald Trump's fault they're losing funding when really it's Jeff fucking Bezos's fault and these corporate lobbyists that are trying to make it to where the post office goes out of fucking business all the post office had to do was be fucking reliable in this election and nobody would have ever questioned whether they were reliable or not but unfortunately we have whistleblowers on the record now from multiple locations who have said no there was some shady shit going on so now we have to address that they've done Endless damage, endless harm to the post office itself. Their institution that they were so mad that they just thought they needed to dump ballots and do all kinds of weird shit with them. They've now done it to themselves. They fucked themselves over. Now the post office is in deep shit. Because after this, once all this shit comes out, the extent of this shit, it's not a conspiracy theory. And the Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, is the first news organization that reported that the whistleblower from the post office in Pennsylvania was lying. They came in, they tried to get him to recant his statement, he didn't recant then the Washington Post ran an article saying that he did recant and then every other news outlet jumped on that like a bomb and said, oh god, see he recanted, he recanted, and that's how you got that shit disseminated in your timeline. So you get 500 articles from all these different goddamn propped up establishment media companies that say it was, uh, he recanted his statement within one day, within one day. And so you just look the other way on it. When in reality, the very whistleblower had already said that they were trying to reprise against him for blowing the whistle, first anonymously. Then he came out and said, they're trying to reprise against me. Then the investigators they sent to talk to him couldn't get him to recant, he did not recant his statement, he said again and doubled down on it for the investigators, they reported that he recanted, and then he went out and posted a public video again and said, I did not recant my statement. And they have yet to retract the fact that he did not recant his statement. They have yet to retract that fucking false flag fucking piece of media that they put out there in mass. That's a fact. You can go look it up. From his mouth, he did not recant his statement. It doesn't matter to you though, because you just hate Donald Trump that bad that you don't want to face facts. That that guy told the truth, not once, not twice, but three or four fucking times on the record and they tried to reprise against him for doing the right thing at the post office. Which I would assume, if uh, you don't want your mail stolen and shit like that, you'd want that guy working there, right? You'd want that postal worker on the job, the guy who's not going to let anybody fuck around with your mail. But now, because it's not what you want, because it's not the Donald Trump getting out of office, now all of a sudden, now you're fucking mad about it. You better pay attention. You'd better wake the fuck up. Because that shit is exactly how Julian Assange ended up in a fucking jail cell in the UK. And that's how the media got the way that it is right now. You're never going to get real, truthful information factually reported by people who aren't just taking money to say whatever the fuck they're told to say. Unless you actually pay attention to what's actually happening right now. You are worried about this fucking goddamn Donald Trump guy being the one that started a state-funded media outlet. When really, what was achieved is that he got in there and exposed the state-funded media outlet. The one that already existed. They did that so many times that I can't believe at this point after the debacle with the stupid Russian collusion that you folks still can't understand how fucking rigged and how much those people lie in the mainstream media. That's their entire job is to be paid to skew a narrative by wording it ever so slightly to where somebody else can take it and then they can change the words just a little and then when the secret gets around the room as it were it's mangled and it doesn't make any more sense and then they're like alright mission accomplished they're not asking questions about the thing we didn't want them to ask questions about anymore that's how that works so in mass hundreds of millions of voters half of you are acting like assholes right now you need to stop doing that and Take a minute, take a fucking deep breath and take a break from your protests. Walk back into your house for a second, jump on the old Google box and look up something other than videos of people being assaulted by the cops and find out what just happened with this goddamn election. I guarantee it'll reduce the crime rate and the fucking assault rate for now. I'm not trying to neglect that issue. It's an issue that needs to be addressed and there's many things that I've said about that on the record in my videos and in my podcast that say outright what you could do about that and where that's coming from, how I feel about that is, it, and it's being wrong. But this is more important at the moment. This is like you arguing over or not whether or not the slave master gets to use a whip or gets to use a noose. That's what that's like right now. It's that important that you pull your head out of your ass because that's that's who's about to become president, Democrat or no, the architect of the crime bill and the lady who obstructed the Supreme Court for three years arguing against letting out innocent people in some cases, and then in mass, non-violent drug offenders. Those are the people that you just elected the Democratic Party. You're arguing over whether or not the slave master is gonna get to use a goddamn noose or a whip just as long as I don't have to listen to Donald Trump talk. That's what you're fucking arguing about out there in the streets right now. So I need you to fucking get with that program for just just a couple of weeks. December 8th comes up real fast. Don't worry. But if you do not aware of what's going on, if you don't really look into it, you're going to lose your government. You're going to lose your democracy, probably in perpetuity. It's not going to be a democratic republic anymore. There may be more stupidity that continues to happen. I've heard people calling for re-education camps. Oh, just like the Nazis, right? That's fucking great. So you're saying that you're fighting fascism, but you're gonna do what fascists do. That makes zero fucking sense. But I I guess that's your logic problem. That's what cognitive dissonance does. So you guys need to figure that out. (sighs) I hate to end on a sour note like that, but it's really that important. You really need to look into the companies I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, the financial ties there, the fact that they're trying to shift our entire currency to a digital currency, which could then be used to keep you from getting to your money more easily to try and blackmail you into doing things that you don't want to do and make it harder for you to live your life. What you think is a mode of convenience is actually chains and you have no idea how real that is. All you need to do is look at China at the moment. That's all you need to do. Yep, 70% of their millennials own houses, but they're also not allowed to have really, really free speech. They have Uyghurs in camps and they fucking took over Hong Kong. So I don't know what to tell you, but you're looking at a communist dictatorship versus a pretty hard-nosed democratic republic that needs some sprucing up. I would choose the spruce and up Democratic Republic any day of the week. That's me though. I was raised here. This is a new cycle. Signing off. One more thing before I get off. I know I just said new cycle signing off. But, uh, debt. The countries that own America's debt. You need to look up who the top countries are that own America's debt. And in one of the top three, is Ireland, for example, where Hillary Clinton was just named Queen Regent of an Irish college. The debt involved in America's finances. We lived in a debt-based economy. A digital currency would allow them to trade in things like debt, carbon taxes, oil, and gold. It would be a super currency that the average American voter would not have access to which is yet another way that they could obfuscate from crime, embezzlement, and racketeering outside of the awareness of the average American voter in a way like they have never done before. Again, if nothing else, if you want to look up a basis for a reason to steal an election with a person who has been breaking up all these little games that these folks play the entire time that they're in, while those people accuse him of racketeering and crimes the reason they're doing that is because they're the ones actually involved in those crimes and racketeering schemes they know he's breaking that stuff up so they are trying to accuse him of doing it, they are trying to make it look as if he's the one that's actually doing it when in reality he's in debt because that's how the financial industry works when you're in housing and in development debt is equity it's a form of equity so you need to look up that this debts, again, even the mob would tell you that debt is equity because that's how they keep, fa- that's how they get favors from people. So they, you need to look at that as what it is. The government is operating rogue, like a group of mobsters that, and lobbyists that are treating people like we are all payday loan welfare queens, and that we owe them everything. They're not creating any equity that's traveling down to local businesses right now. In fact, they're causing local businesses to go out of business. This president has been able to create jobs at the very least, even though things are shutting down for a local business. That was something that was invested in by major Democratic lobbyists. They did that on purpose because it's equitable and financially beneficial for them for your business to go out of business because then they can buy the storefront, revamp it, and rent it out to you for a higher rental rate than you were paying before. Then you have to refinance your business loan and all this different stuff just to keep yourself out of debt. And that debt they're going to use to trade in. Those are bonds. Slavery bonds. Instead of reparations bonds like I mentioned in one of my other videos on the internet. Instead of investing in you, they're actually enslaving you with debt. Peter Thiel, from Palantir, he's a libertarian. The uh, more fervent libertarians believe that people are debt slaves. So that's uh, right in line with his business practices and beliefs, in some cases. So if you're really serious about wanting fair elections and actually getting legislation passed in your country, you have to understand that I'm one journalist who was just run out of his state by one of the richest politicians in my state, who's an alumni at the school I'm standing at right now, and the owner of a company and several of his employees that work at a company that's involved in rigging the election. They also have connections to the Department of Defense, and they are abusing their security clearances to go after me, discredit me, and ruin my life. It has cost me everything, every form of security that I had gotten in 10 years Has been removed out from under me in my pursuit of getting you the truth about this election as i witnessed it stolen in 2016 from the popular candidate amongst the democratic party voters they stole an election from bernie sanders when they did that it was the kiss of death for the democratic party because they exposed it to a large number of progressives and in this election they did it again they want to break you they want to break your political will so that you don't ask questions so that you end up like the blindly shouting mob in 1984 just repeating back boo or yay at whatever it is that they say that triggers whatever word they told you is supposed to trigger some certain emotion you're totally out of your minds right now with this stuff all this social justice crap that's not my opinion I'm watching it happen. It's, I'm watching you be destabilized as a nation. And you're being put into slavery bonds of debt by people who have enough money to, as it's often said, crush you with their wallet. So it's not a good thing that Joe Biden won. It's the end to democracy that that guy stole an election and you guys are cheering it on empires fall to cheers and uproar and fucking violence and destruction, apparently. So you're allowing that to happen. I was That's the worst mistake you could possibly make, because then you're at the whim of countries that we have historically subjugated in exactly this way. And if you didn't know that that was going on, you're about to find out the hard way. So... There's another downer note for the Earning Hope podcast. I'm trying to get you to think on this particular episode, so it's not as hopeful as I'd like it to be. I'm surely not making any jokes in any of these podcasts. If something I say sounds amusing or far-fetched, it's probably because you need to go look up what I'm saying and don't use Google, use DuckDuckGo or some other means of looking up information so that you can find out exactly what I'm saying and you can read other sources of information. Find better sources of information because your mainstream media outlets have lied to you and stolen your democracy from you. We are being mass indoctrinated and brainwashed in the last four years. It's it's out of control. I don't disagree with the social issues you were arguing for but you're being played like puppets and it's a, terrifying sad and tragic thing to watch i have more faith in american voters than that before this last four years and now i'm very upset at the fact that i volunteered once upon a time to give my life to defend a constitution that you folks are more than willing to wipe your ass with and throw in the garbage just so long as you get a green new deal who said that deal isn't is going to be better Who said Tweedism isn't a Green New Deal? Follow the green means follow the money in their case, at that level of society. So, again, these are not things that I'm just saying. These are things that Ivy League professors and people who have dedicated their lives to studying politics and all these different facets of what we've been talking about have said on the record long before this election I'm simply giving you an education crash course and how democracy is stolen from people who don't respect it so now it's time for people that were in grassroots progressive movements to really take a hard look at themselves step back from the fervorous uproarious protests that are going on in the street which is nothing I called for that's for damn sure I would call for peaceful protests and demonstrations, funny signs, show, a show of solidarity, but never violence. Those are things that have come about because you don't know how to handle democracy and you can't objectively look through and reason when you're being told a false narrative from one of your favorite news outlets. Some of the news outlets that I respect most right now are getting this wrong. They're getting it wrong. And that's that's unnerving and disheartening, so again, when it all of these things fall apart and you can't do, rely on even normally extremely reliable reporters to give you the right information, you have to go look for the the evidence yourselves. You have to actually look up the numbers. you have to look up the, and see, "Oh shit, <laughs> you know I don't really like this what this person's saying normally, but this is true what they just said. I can go look it up for myself on this state government website here. I can go look it up for myself in this reported number polling system here. I can look it up for myself in this report from this company that has shareholders and investors and does quarterly reports. People that were involved in this stuff, some of them had their information scraped from the internet. Fortunately, there was whistleblowers with the forethought to screenshot this shit take fucking pictures of it do background checks before they were able to get away and caught them all the way back to 2016 planning what's happening right now that's how serious this is so now signing off this is your host david bryant hopefully you will go look into what i've said and earn some hope of your own